The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Righteousness has everything to do with your successful life of prayer. When you pray righteously, you pray with confidence that whatever you pray, God is going to hear you. When you pray something and you're waiting on the manifestation of the answer, once you pray it is when the fight begins. Notice the devil starts with your thoughts. So if you thought wrong, put your hand over your mouth because if you come out with something that negates that prayer, then you're going to have to start over again. So we have to watch what we say because angels are on assignment and waiting on God's words that you speak. How do you know that you have the petition you desire of him? Because he heard you. How do you know he heard you? Because you prayed according to his will. So when God suggests the impossible to you, be it unto me. Don't try to figure it out how he's going to do it. How is this going to work through me? Only believe. The apostle Paul prayed for the church. And it's found in Ephesians chapter 1 and starting at verse 16, which I pray for our churches and our partners. He said, cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of, your call, of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So this whole idea about praying, praying for eyes to be open is praying for revelation. Because when revelation comes and you can see things, you are designed to believe what you see. Hmm. And so when you can see it, I'm talking about by revelation now. I'm not talking about with the natural eyes. When you can see it, you have no problem believing it. And one man said that, that revelation is the strongest asset to the school of faith because it locks in your faith. When you can see something and believe it, it can give you a solidness. And I won't go through all of that, but, but that's what I pray. And I pray because when I, when I preach, Satan's job is to blind the mind. First, uh, second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. And he wants to blind it because he knows you don't see with your eyes. You see through them. The seeing is taking place back here. And so I pray before I preach that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened so I won't have to be throwing a whole lot of stuff out there and can't nobody see it. And this is what I pray for the church. You should pray this for yourself. Brother Hagin said that his ministry really took off 
when he began to pray this scripture every day, right here, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Remember, God needs you to pray and he answers prayer. So then what happened in the next verse over in 2 Kings in chapter 6? He said, and Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elijah. Isn't that something? So they were there, but he couldn't see him. And when they came down upon him, Elijah prayed unto the Lord and said, smite this people, I pray thee with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. Now notice, nothing happened till Elijah prayed. So he could stay right in the middle of whatever dilemma he's in and don't pray and nothing has happened. It's like God just doesn't volunteer and just do some things. And what we said is that God cannot just move in this earth of his own accord without somebody praying because he turned the earth over to mankind. Let's go to another place. So Elijah, all of them got, got blinded and then he brought them down there, all the soldiers, and then he prayed again to open their eyes, to open their eyes and send them on back home. I'm talking about in the middle of nowhere in the worst situation you've ever been in, in your life, you can pray yeah. and God will get you out of it. Yeah. Let's go to another place. Let's go to second, uh, pardon me, Ma Matthew's gospel, chapter 26. Matthew's gospel, chapter 26. Now in Matthew chapter 26, we see here another prayer. And this is Jesus praying. And here we see where they're about to take Jesus now for his passion. He's going to go to the cross, but they were going to interrogate him first and beat him and so forth and so on. And now we see in verse 56 of Matthew chapter 26, uh, pardon me, uh, verse 52 of Matthew chapter 26. And Jesus said unto him, put up again your sword into its place for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Now that is not talking about people who are ordained to carry the sword. In other words, it says in Romans chapter 13, a policeman or people or legal officials are ordained to carry the sword. Military ordained to carry the sword. In other words, if something's out of line and somebody can't get them back in line, uh, naturally they can use force. So he's saying here that if somebody does something that is murderous or something like that, the Bible says, thou shall not kill. Well, the, thou shall not kill translates, thou shall not murder. Okay. So he's saying, put it up because if you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. So look what he said in verse 53. Thinketh thou that I cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than what? 12 legions of angels. Woo, that's a lot of angels. A legion, they tell me, is about 600 Roman soldiers. 12 times six. 
Are you following what I'm saying? 6,000, 12 times 6,000. 6,000, 6,000 soldiers. So 12 times 6. My point to you is, is he could have prayed and he said the Father would send him. Jesus said that. He is not lying. Now you get what I'm going with this. I'm saying, suppose he didn't pray. Nothing happened. The donkey stayed tied up till Jesus called for it. I'm saying that your stuff's going to stay tied up until you call for it. Not, God just not going to, well, I'll, you know, willy-nilly this. Now, question. If Jesus had called for those angels and they delivered him from that situation, would it have been the Father's will? No. no. But yet he told you he could have called for that's what he said. And what I t said to you is that you can pray and God will give you something, but it may not necessarily be what God wanted to give you. So you can operate in what I call permissive will, but there is a perfect will of God. Lord, just send me a man, send me anyone, Lord. Well, you're going to get one. Hey, babe. What, what it look like? Give me something. Give me something. You know, you get that. And then you'd be trying to get an appointment. That's what's happening. This is so specific, folks. I was given a number of this person. They said, hey, you went to, you came down here and you preached on ownership and man, miracles have taken place. I got, I got, listen to this testimony and so forth and so on. I said, well, praise God. He said, he said well, call me right back so forth. Well, I got the number from Zarek. He was traveling with me and I got the number and I dialed it and somebody answered. Hello? I said, uh, excuse me, is uh, <laughs> Dr. Downing in? Uh, Oh, you got the wrong number. I said, oh, okay. Hmm. Dial it again. <laughs> you got the wrong number again. My point to you is, is I said, what? Didn't you give me? The? I said, I'm dialing the number. He said, no, Pastor. It's five zero, not zero five. Okay. One digit. And I missed it. Yeah. This thing is so accurate. Until if you don't receive, it's not God. He's not holding it back. It's just that you're missing a digit. Yeah, yeah. And it's so specific till he can't violate it. He can't make some kind of break the law for you and so forth. Mm -mm. So everyone that asks what? Receive. Receive. Jesus said, I can pray right now and the Father will send me angels down here that can tear this thing up. But I'm not going to do it. Because I've got to suffer so you can be made free. Let's go to another one. Let's go to Acts, Acts chapter 12, verse 5. Peter, therefore, is kept in prison 
but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Now that's intercessory prayer. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly, and his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him and was not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw in a vision. And when they were past the first and second ward or the second watch of soldiers, they came unto the iron gate, which leaded to the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through the street and forthwith the angel departed from him. And Peter came and came, uh, come to himself. He said, now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. So I don't care how bad the situation is, God will deliver you. And then he said this, and when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And, the, and Peter knocked at the door, the gate, and a damsel came and hearkened to name Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice and opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. They said to her, you're out of your mind. Now, what kind of believing is that? And a lot of people don't pray this. They don't pray it because it, they can't see how God's going to do this. They can't, they can't see it. They, they pray the word. You pray the word whatsoever you desire when you pray, not whatsoever you don't desire when you pray, whatsoever you desire when you pray. And it's got to line up with the word of God. So I'm praying the word of God. Now it, they, they can't see how is this going to do any good. I'm just praying this, but it does. God watches over his word and makes it good. And the way that it really works for the most part is it works like a W. God initiates it, but he puts it through the Holy Ghost in your heart. You get up, you pray. And when you pray, it goes back to God. Once it goes back to God, God answers prayer. The prayer then gets answered. God dispatches soldiers or armies of people or whatever have you, boom, to your rescue. And then once you get delivered, you give praise to God. So it's a W. That's the ideal prayer. So now Peter gets free, but thank God for Rhoda because it looked like she was the only one in the house believing. It's amazing how many people can pray but they don't believe they received when they pray. Now we're going to go over that in just a minute. All right, let's go to another one. Let's go over to Paul's life. 
We're going to get Peter, Paul, and Mary today. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That was a little humor that very little. All right, look what it says in Acts chapter 16. In verse 16, it came to pass that as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought a mass as much gained by soothsaying. And I believe she met him on the way to prayer because the enemy doesn't want you to pray. He's going to meet you on the way to prayer. And verse 17, and the same followed Paul and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Now, when did the devil ever start advertising for Jesus? <laughs> you know, he would not do that unless there's a distinct advantage of him doing that. Say amen to that. And so now she is trying to hook on with Paul's ministry because Paul's ministry is a ministry of power and integrity of the word. And she's trying to get people to think that she is a part of him and to get them to have confidence in what she's doing. But she's working under occult powers. I said, she is working under occult powers. And what I told you the other day is that Satan is a counterfeiter. Didn't I tell you that? I said that Satan is a liar, he's a deceiver, and he has built a counterfeit system and society. He has built, are y'all ready for the truth now? He has built a counterfeit system and society. It's called Babylon a society attempting to meet its needs without God. Okay. But you're coming back in with God. Say amen to that. Now his, 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 his system is so deceptive until a person without help cannot detect his deception. Say amen to that. Well, I'm telling you right now, one, I'm praying, Lord, open these people's eyes and then you're going to see some things you've never seen before. And next thing, you will not be deceived. As a matter of fact, any area right now that the enemy has deceived you in, I command that deception to be revealed. Any area. So you got to watch it because I, I really have to watch it because I'm leading all of this. And I'm telling you, notes come in from this and the Lord told me to tell you that and so forth and so on. I remember when I went for it that night. Y'all want to hear about this? I remember I was in Minnesota and we were just starting the ministry. You know, I'm, I'm, new, I'm new in the ministry, eating bottle caps and everything. And so what happened? It's next thing you know, we're at a, a healing service, a miracle service, and somebody walked up to me and said, God is telling me to tell you to tell everybody, take their glasses off. He's healing all the eyes. I didn't even think about it. Take your glasses off. Take, take your glasses off. Boy, people were fumbling around and man, till we got our glasses back. What am I doing? Listening to the wrong voice. I'm just telling you now. Say amen to this. <laughs> Can I keep going here? If you didn't want to know the truth, you shouldn't have come in here. Because the truth is going to make you free. I'm not saying you can't have prophecy, but I'm saying the Bible tells us to try the spirits, to make sure they're from God. 
because the enemy wants to try to slow down the church or sidetrack the church or whatever have you. Okay, so in this, I'm in Acts chapter 16, right? Okay, I don't need to go any further with that. What they did is Paul cast a demon out of the lady. She had a demon of divination, which was fortune telling. Now understand, God does not want you and I involved in fortune telling. Say amen to that. That is a demonic thing and the enemy knows how to do things. See, he, he knew your great grandmother. He knew the habits and so forth and so on. So he can impersonate things. He, he, I mean, all that ventriloquism, all that comes from the devil. It comes from that. We're not supposed to be casting our voices somewhere and so forth. All of that, I'm telling you now, can y'all listen at your preacher today? All right. I'm just letting you know, you don't need to look in the horoscope. You can look right here in this scope right here and you can see everything is going to happen. Okay. Okay. I remember we used to that. That was our favorite thing. What's your sign? My sign of Capricorn, Capricorn. Oh, I'm a Taurus. You and I ain't going to take it. You ain't going to make it. Okay. All right. So what we said is we get into a place where nothing is as it seems. Because what you've seen is a counterfeit society and you've seen the enemy. He built his society and he built it so that it would regulate the masses, regulate the masses. He's still in this thing that he thinks he can take over. But that's why you have the spirit of truth because you're going to be able to see things and so forth and be able to do things. Now, let's go over to, to Mark chapter 11. All right, now this is when Jesus cursed a fig tree, all right? And he said it here in verse 13, I'll start there. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came to it half that he find, might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said to it, now he's speaking to a tree. No man eat fruit of you hereafter forever, and the disciples heard it. Okay? Now, Jesus had them traveling with him because he was, had a school that he was teaching them, the disciples, because he was going to leave. And so he was teaching them what he knew. And he was showing them that whatever he did, they could do too. Okay. As he went and they, the spirit of God came down on the day of Pentecost, boom, the whole the deal was done and they could do exactly what he did. Now, now he cursed a fig tree and the tree dried up from its roots. Now there's a lot we can do with that, but let me just tell you where I want to go with it. That the roots or roots, however you pronounce it, represent the unseen portion of reality. That once Adam sinned, 
the spectrum of reality shrunk. And he only now is operating in the physical side of it. The spiritual side of it now, his eyes are shut and now he become a victim. Enemies going after him. So now the devil became the God of this world. What world? The physical world. Because that's where mankind is. However, when you and I got born again, we got eternal life. We came back into that place. Now what God has to do is renew our minds that we can see what he can't see. Righteousness has everything to do with your successful life of prayer. When you pray righteously, you pray with confidence that whatever you pray, God is going to hear you. When you pray something and you're waiting on the manifestation of the answer, once you pray it is when the fight begins. Notice the devil starts with your thoughts. So if you thought wrong, put your hand over your mouth because if you come out with something that negates that prayer, then you're going to have to start over again. So we have to watch what we say because angels are on assignment and waiting on God's words that you speak. How do you know that you have the petition you desired of him? Because he heard you. How do you know he heard you? Because you prayed according to his will. So when God suggests the impossible to you, be it unto me. Don't try to figure it out how he's going to do it. How is this going to work through me? Only believe. Stand in your righteousness and exercise four easy steps that will yield effective, fervent prayer every time you pray in Pastor Winston's life-changing four-disc series, The Power of Prayer and Praise. To order on CD or DVD by Bank Card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at BillWinston.org. But I've got the blessing of dominion on my life. Devil, ready or not, here I come with dominion. We're taking back what's ours. I believe, I will, I take it, I have it, I thank you for it. Other than God Almighty, the only other person that can bind something in heaven and bind it on earth is you. Whatever ain't working in this country will still be working in your house. Whatever may be lacking in this country will not be lacking in your house. I am preparing for the greatest revival in this country that you have ever seen before. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me to tell you. I need you to put a smile on your face and a dance on your feet because by the time you get home, situation right now. I've got news for you. This conference was for you. Think God is telling you it's because you're about to get the biggest inheritance that you've ever got in your life. Stay with faith and I will stay with you.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.